on episode 358 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, we've got a contest winner. Uh, we've come a long way from Sega Does What Nintendo Don't. We've got big news in the homebrew scene, those stories, and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Craig standing just outside your peripheral. And you're listening to Switchcraft with Bill. Switchcraft is brought to you live four times a week on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by Bustler. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Become a part of the show. Leave your voice on a voicemail uh, by going to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Uh, before we get started with the news, uh, I've been running this contest for a couple weeks so that people could win a Nintendo Switch dock sock made by my wife, uh, which is really cool. You put it on the front of your Nintendo Switch dock, and then it makes your dock look cooler. So this is really rad, and uh, if you uh, all you had to do to enter was to tweet at me, at RunJumpStomp, uh, a, a picture of your uh, Nintendo Switch with the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. And we've got a list of all of the people who have entered. Uh, so we've got a bunch of people right here. And uh, I'm going to generate, I'm going to use Google to generate a random number between 3 and 24. So generate, generate, generate. Okay, so minimum number is 3. Maximum number is 24. And I'm just going to hit generate. And number 21, which is this guy right here. Who is this? Uh, and our winner is the Mediocre Gamer. Uh, they like all the combos, even with their boring colors. They had uh, the reds, the blues, and the grays. So uh, I'm going to reply to them, hey, you won. Uh, let me know your shipping details and don't don't worry if you didn't win guys because uh there's there's right now we're gonna have a sale we're doing a sale right now on nintendo switch or i'm sorry on my wife's etsy shop so if you didn't win uh right now uh the, the whole shop and i didn't clear this with her so she she might be mad at me but i figured hey what the hell uh the whole shop is 10 percent off right now uh, all you have to do is use the coupon code, and I have forgotten what the coupon code is. Uh, the coupon code is June 19. So there's a couple ways you can get there. Either just go to my runjumpstomp.com uh, and in the show notes for this episode, which is 358, you can find a link, or you can just go to, I'm going to click because I don't want to screw this up, uh, etsy.com slash shop slash runjumpstomp. Use that coupon, co coupon code June. 19 because it's june 2019 and you get 10 off at uh at her etsy shop for and she she makes stuff other than 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 just doc socks she also makes uh oh i don't have it right here uh i'd have to get up and go find it but she also makes like zippered pouches and stuff like that but thank you to everybody who entered 
Um, you guys are awesome. And uh, let's get to the news. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. Okay, where and I closed my show notes because sometimes, sometimes Bill is an idiot. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but every once in a while that happens. Uh, okay, here we go. So I want to talk about Nintendo. There's this this tweet that I saw this morning. It says it's from at Censored Gaming, and they are basically they found a clip out of the um, the recent shareholders meeting. And uh, they were they were asked about content regulation. So here's the quote. It says about content regulation on other platforms. There are cases of restrictions applied independently of CERO and other third party organizations. What does Nintendo do? Uh, Nintendo, as do third parties and their software, applies for an objective rating from third party organizations prior to release. If platform holding companies choose to arbitrarily choose arbitrarily the diverse and fairness in game software would be significantly inhibited we provide parental controls so that can be used to apply limits what does this mean well basically what they're saying is uh, or what mr furukawa is saying is that they think that using the esrb and the peggy system and i guess the cero which might be like the system in japan or something uh, using those systems is probably better because it allows the uh, the developer to make the game that they want to make and then lets the customer know this is the audience that this game is intended for. And I think that's probably the best way to go about it. Recently, um, Sony has been getting a little bit of flack because they have been censoring and i don't know if that's true or not but they've been censoring uh games that are coming to the ps4 when they come over to the united states because like it or not and this is a really weird thing to say but like it or not americans are pretty prudish when it comes to sexual themes and things like that uh nintendo has been just letting everything come over and they're saying look we we give parental controls we um, make sure that our anything that's on our system uses the, either the PEGI or the ESRB or the CERO. And we think that that's probably the best because it gives freedom to developers and choice to customers. And I, I tend to agree with them. This is from the company who would not allow blood in Mortal Kombat. So back in the 90s, when Mortal Kombat was first coming to the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis, everybody wanted to buy it on Sega Genesis because that is the system that had blood. Uh, they changed the sprites of the blood, which was like this red, red, red pixels, basically. And they changed them to white pixels so that when you were punching somebody, it looked like sweat coming off of them. And uh, that's just, it was pretty silly. And you know, Sega approached Nintendo. This is way back uh, in the day. Sega approached Nintendo and said, hey, let's make a rating system so that we don't have to worry about this stuff. Uh, if we've got a rating system, then, you know, people can put whatever they want in the games and, you know, it, it'll be better for consumers and better for the industry. And Nintendo said, uh, screw you, Sega. We're just going to censor everything. And that kind of saddled Nintendo with this 
this uh, idea that Nintendo was somehow the the system for kitties. Uh, and and Sega bought right into that and said, okay, well, then Sega does what Nintendo don't. And that was their big marketing push. And I think that's how they ended up appealing more to uh, older gamers. And when I say older gamers at the time, older gamers meant, you know, late teens, early 20s. And, you know, Nintendo got labeled as this is the system for kids. So you played Nintendo when you were a kid. And when you got older and cooler, you played Genesis. Well, it seems like Nintendo has has finally realized that that's really the best way is to just let give parents the tools that, that are needed and get your games rated by the the certain boards and you don't have to censor stuff does does that well i i guess i don't have anything else to say about that other than good job nintendo that's that's kind of the right way to do it so awesome uh all right let's let's talk about mario maker uh, Mario Maker came out yesterday, and I've been playing a lot of Mario Maker. The game is awesome, really awesome. Um, and first off, I want to make sure that everybody knows, if you go to runjumpstomp.com slash MM for Mario Maker, uh, runjumpstomp.com slash MM, uh, there is a Nerd Nest Mario Maker 2 uh, website there that you can access, Okay. And right there, if you click on the the picture of Super Mario Maker 2, it's going to open up a Google form that I have uh, put up there. Uh, And it says, uh, basically, I also sent this out to some other Nintendo podcasts. And if they want to include it in theirs so that we, you know, if all the different Nintendo podcasts are all using the same collective space, then we can get a lot more levels. But um, basically, you can submit your level uh, to the... uh, to the the um, oh my god uh, the Google form and then uh, once you do that huh, it's it like hey Google stop stupid thing uh, once you do that it will take that and put it in a website which then everybody can access and they can see all of the level IDs so it's just a really good way for us to share um, levels that we have made in uh, Super Mario Maker two. Uh, I was going to make a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to make a, uh, a channel in the discord for this, but then I figured what would end up happening is that Mario maker two codes, which of course, Nintendo has codes. Come on, Nintendo. Um, like those would get lost in all of the chatter. And so I figured this is easier, an easier way to go through and, and find these things. So, uh, again, that's uh, runjumpstomp.com slash MM. And not only can you submit your stuff there, but you can also see the levels that other people submit. And, uh, you know, then we can talk about them on the Discord. But I figured it's an easy way for people to share levels. I also want to talk about, uh, speaking of sharing levels, there's there's a restriction to levels that you can share. Uh, I, I guess, and I have not confirmed this myself because I am not a maker. I am a player. I, I just want to play Mario Maker. I'm not interested in making levels. I don't have the skill set for it. I don't have the patience for it. And I would just much rather hit a button and play a level. And and uh, that that's uh, that's just me, though. 
Uh, but I guess you can only upload 32 levels per user, and there's no way to increase that. Now, in the original Mario Maker, you could upload 10 levels, okay? And after you uploaded those 10 levels, if people liked your levels, then they would give your levels stars. And as you got enough stars, that unlocked the ability for you to submit more levels. I think the max level or the max amount that you could upload was 100. And I think that was a pretty good system, but I don't understand. I mean, okay, why did they do that weird system? Well, they did it to make sure that there wasn't a bunch of trash levels. Like yesterday I was playing Mario Maker and there were definitely some levels that should not have been uploaded. Like there was one where I just ran up a slope, ran down a slope, and then there was the flag right there at the end. It was a waste of time and... Uh, I, I didn't like it. It was there was no challenge to it. There wasn't anything really interesting happening in it. It was just kind of lame. And the, even even the person who uploaded it kind of knew that it was bad because they were like just testing slopes. I'm like, okay, test slopes all you want. Don't upload it. Okay. Um, Nintendo did that star system. So that the people who uploaded the best levels, who got the most stars, had the ability to upload more levels. But what I think would be a better system is just give us the ability to rate a level like we have. Show me the average rating and let people upload as many levels as they want. I don't think that these levels take up that much space. And only being able to upload 32 is really really lame uh so i think that that's i think that's lame and hopefully you know maybe if maybe if we complain about this in a nice way don't 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 get angry and uh turn to one of those pricks that is uh rude and sends death threats or whatever but if we calmly and courteously request hey you know how you are gonna let us play with our friends we think that's awesome thank you for listening to us by the way there's something else that we want to say. We would also like you to make it so that we don't we aren't limited to only 32 levels on the Nintendo Switch. So if you could do that, that would be wonderful. Thanks Nintendo, you're awesome. Uh so, you know, if you send that that you know, a message like that to them, then I think that at the end of the day, we would all be better off and maybe maybe they would listen to it. All right, let's take a break. We're going to listen, hear a message from our sponsors. And when we get back, I've got a pair of PSAs for you. That's public service announcements. Reach from his If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, listen, everybody. I've got a very, very important PSA for you. Are you ready? Um, the Oh, actually, I already did one PSA. That was the 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 32 level thing. Uh, so I, I split my PSAs in half, but here's the second, the, the second PSA, um, Piranha Plant. You remember Piranha Plant? He was the first DLC character added to Super Smash Brothers. Uh, if you have a code 
for piranha plant that expires uh, in about one day. So you've only got about a day left before you redeem that code. Now, I can't imagine that there's anybody out there who has not already redeemed it if they have it. But uh, this was posted on Reddit by a user Crafty Aces uh, on Reddit. And they said, just use mine. Thought I'd let others know. And uh, I just, I can't believe that people have been sitting on this code and uh, just not using it. Like, that's weird to me. So uh, use, uh, user crafty underscore aces on, uh, on Reddit, they're looking out for you. And uh, they want to make sure that you get that uh, piranha plant because that expires. Now, it bothers me quite a bit that Nintendo would build in an expiration date for the code for piranha plant. What's the need for that? It's not like they need those codes so that they could make more piranha plant codes. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't understand why they would have it expired. And if you understand a good reason for why it would smire, uh, or smire, expire, um, please let me know. But anyway, I wanted to make sure that everybody knew about that. So again, if you have not already claimed Piranha Plant, go do it right now. And if you are not sure, like if, you, if you're not sure if you have a code for Piranha Plant, you can go into your email and do a search uh, in your email, and I'll bet you it'll come up. Uh, that's that's how I ended up checking mine. Okay, uh, let's talk about Pokemon a little bit. Uh, we've got a message from the Pokemon company, and it's it's kind of in res- well, not kind of it is in response to uh, the backlash that they are getting about having the national decks. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who think. Uh, you know, every time that the Pokemon company tweets, I'm going to reply to them with angry uh, rants about the national decks. That's not going to change anything. You can ask nicely and maybe it'll change, but I doubt it. Um, here's the message from the Pokemon company. They, this is on their uh, official website. It says, thank you to all of our fans for caring so deeply about Pokemon. Recently, I shared news that some Pokemon cannot be transferred to Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. I've read all your comments and appreciate your love and passion for Pokemon. Just like all of you, we're passionate about Pokemon, and each and every one of them is important to us. After so many years of developing the Pokemon video games, this was a very difficult decision for me. I'd like to make one thing clear. Even if a specific Pokemon is not available in Sword and Shield, that does not mean that it won't appear in future games. The world of Pokemon continues to evolve. The Galar region offers new Pokemon to encounter, trainers to battle, and adventures to embark on. We are pouring our hearts into these games, and we hope you will look forward to joining us on this journey. Uh, And that was yesterday, and that was uh, Mr. Masuda. Um, So... Look, I think it's pretty clear and safe to say that there's no way in hell they're going to give us the national decks in Sword and Shield. But, you know, this is, I, I kind of anticipated this, this uh, a response like this, uh, that the, the Pokemon that are going to be in Sword and Shield, we're going to have different Pokemon in the next game, whatever, whatever the next game is that probably will come out next November uh, or November of 2020. Um, like that, that Pokemon game is going to have 
the Pokemon, some of the Pokemon that were missing this time around. And we'll keep doing that where we're leapfrogging back and forth. So I know that there's a lot of people who are upset about that. And if that means that you're not going to buy the game, then that's fine. Uh, just let's make sure that we're civil and nice and don't send death threats to Mr. Masuda. Don't constantly complain about it because all you're doing is you're giving some poor PR person a nightmare and that's not going to change things. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It seems like their minds have already been made up and uh, we're not going to get the national decks. Would I Do I think that this is the best solution? Absolutely not. I do think the full decks should be in the game, even if you can't summon every Pokemon. Just so that I have a list of all of the Pokemon that I have caught. Um, or, or maybe have a Galar Dex and then a National Dex that is just the sprites. Because those sprites, they don't need to be updated. Um, I, anyway, that that's just how I think about it. You know... Do, this is no different than a card than in the card game where they have certain Pokemon that can't be used, uh, not only for balance reasons, um, but also because they, they don't have to animate everything. Uh, I think that this is fine. I'm not happy about it. I'm not upset about it. I'm just kind of okay, whatever. I, I I'm not somebody that goes through and collects every Pokemon anyway. Now I know that there are many people that do, and if this is a deal breaker for you then feel free to let the Pokemon company know I'm not going to buy the game because there's no national decks. But if you're going to buy it anyway, just stop complaining because it's not going to do you any good. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about Dragon Quest Builders 2. We got a tweet from Nintendo. It says, looking for a preview of all the fun building and RPG action in Dragon Quest Builders 2. A demo is now available on the Nintendo Switch eShop. So uh, I guess you can... By the way, if you follow that tweet, I bet... No, no, you can't. I was going to install the... the the. <laughs> I was going to install the, the demo right from, from the website, but I guess you can't. Uh, but I'm pretty excited about this. I don't know that I'm going to... Oh, get the demo. I'm clicking on it right now. Let's see what happens. The demo is on its way. Please... Look at that. It works. You can just go to the website, click the button, and it will install on your Nintendo Switch if you're logged in. That's pretty rad. I like that. So uh, I'm excited about this game. Uh, I will check out the demo, I don't know, later today or maybe tomorrow. Uh, but I don't have time to do it uh, before I leave later. Um, I've got so much to play, though, right now. And I don't know that I have time for Dragon Quest Builders 2. I didn't really play the first one. Uh, my son is going to be very excited about this. Uh, Fisto in chat is saying, will it transfer your progress? What do you mean, will it transfer your progress? I'm not sure. Oh, the demo. Will it transfer your progress? Uh, that's a good question. Did, did, did the demo in the first one transfer your progress? I'm not sure. Uh if you're somebody who already knows that you're going to be playing this game, it doesn't really make sense to try the demo unless it transfers your progress. And uh, uh, if you're somebody who is on the fence, then definitely check out the demo so you can find out uh, more about the, the game and if it's something that you are interested in. Uh, speaking of things that I am not interested in, I want to talk a little bit about some homebrew stuff. Uh Previously, 
there's been a lot of people trying to hack the Nintendo Switch so that they can do homebrew stuff, also so that they could cheat. Uh, that's not what this is about. This is about installing Linux on your Nintendo Switch, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, Android on your Nintendo Switch. I said that wrong. Um, this is like uh, it's turning the Switch into an actual Android tablet. Uh, you know, kind of like your phone and stuff like that, which is cool, except that the Switch doesn't have a camera. It doesn't have GPS. It doesn't have a microphone. So uh, there's a lot of things that it just won't do. Uh, but XDA developers ended up getting Android running on the Nintendo Switch. And I guess you can just get a, an SD card and uh, get copy it to the SD card and plug it into the Switch. And now you've got your hands on a, a little Android tablet. Uh, you can watch Netflix, uh, you can play uh, games like emulation and stuff like that. Like there's, here's a picture of uh, Breath of the, or not Breath of the Wild, uh, Link to the Past uh, running on the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's cool, but I don't know that I really care. And I don't know that I would risk putting this on my Nintendo Switch and having Nintendo detect it and turn it off. Now, when, when the person sent this to me, they, they were like, hey, uh, there's no way for them to, to, to detect it because it's not installing on your Switch's hard drive. It's, inst it's installing it on this SD card. Well, okay. But when you plug it in and turn it on, like, how does, like, I feel like there's a chance that Nintendo could still detect it because the storage that's on your Nintendo Switch is still there. And... My guess is in order to get it to boot from the SD card, you have to do something. And Nintendo could detect that and then brick your Switch so that it will no longer be able to uh, connect to the internet. Uh, or, I'm sorry, to their servers. And if you have an extra Switch laying around that you want to do this with, then that's fine. But don't do this with your main Switch because... Uh, Nintendo will shut this down if they can detect it. And there might be somebody somebody out there that are like, well, it's my, it's my system. I should be able to modify it if I want. Sure, you can. I have no problem with you modifying your system as long as you no longer can connect to the Nintendo network because Nintendo has a hard enough time keeping the, uh, keeping the lights on when it comes to online stuff. They... They have a tendency to get things wrong in that department. And I, I don't want other people screwing up my experience because they decided that they wanted to do homebrew stuff. So by all means, if you want to try this, try this. But I fully expect that your uh, Switch will get detected and will get bricked by Nintendo. So I would take this with a grain of salt and be very, very careful. And honestly, is it important enough that you could like like to do this is it is it so important that you're able to do this so that you can watch netflix on your switch and maybe play a couple of emulated games on your switch that you would risk that i mean just go out and like how much is a uh how much is a um a google pixel 3a i want to see how much a google pixel 3a is i guess i got to go to um store.google.com let's find out how much one of those is because the switch is $300 right and if I want to get a pixel 3a that is um $400 so for an extra $100 you could have a device that is lighter thinner also a phone uh, like 
I don't understand why anybody would do this to your Switch because, you know, you could just buy a phone that's a, 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 only $100 more and does so much more and has a camera and has a microphone and has GPS so you can play Pokemon Go on it. Like, all of these things are big improvements over what you can do with the Switch. Do I think people should stop modding Switches? I don't really care. Just keep them off uh, my Nintendo network because I don't want that stuff to uh, to get wrecked. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here before we get out of here? Let's uh, let's go to feedback. We got some... Fe- oh, wait. You know what? Before feedback, I almost forgot. I was on the Nintendo Talk podcast with uh, Bobby, the Nintendo guru. And uh, go, go to the link in the show notes and you can find a link there. We talked about five things that I want in Breath of the Wild 2. It was a really fun conversation. Uh, so it's episode 88. Uh, and you can find that over at uh, runjumpstomp.com. Uh, and this is episode 358. So just go to those show notes and uh, and there you go. Uh, let's, let's hit up the feedback. Anthony Talcott tweeted at me. He said, hey, Bill. Uh, what's up with the Nintendo Switch Mini? I thought people wanted bigger displays. I mean, I think the Switch has a perfect sized screen. And I assume that they're talking about the rumors of the Mini Switch. Uh, I think that, that a lot of people, like if you were to ask me, what would I prefer? A Switch with a slightly bigger screen or a Switch with a slightly smaller screen? For me, I would want a slightly bigger screen. I want the same form factor as the current Switch, uh, and then I just want you to get rid of the bezels, Nintendo. Like, that would be great for me. I would I would think that that would be awesome. Same form factor, maybe a little thinner, and uh, get rid of the bezels. Uh, but why would somebody want the Nintendo Switch Mini? Well, because the reason that uh, Nintendo Switch Mini makes a lot of sense is uh, you, you have the Joy-Cons attached, so now that they can't come off, and it basically turns it into a, a big GBA. Uh, like... Like, like a, a handheld-only option, and uh, probably cheaper. Uh, take some of the parts out that are more expensive. A smaller screen, it costs less to produce. And when you put all of those things together, you get a lower price point when that is really important, especially since the 3DS is kind of uh, dead man walking these days. Anyway, uh, that's why I think a lot of people want the Switch Mini, but, you know, Wall Street Journal has reported that we've got uh, two Nintendo Switch coming, the Switch Pro and the Switch Mini, and only time will tell. So that's that's what all that talk is about, Anthony. Uh, thanks for tweeting at me. Uh, become part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, get a hold of me at runjumpstomp on Twitter and use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you are looking for ways to support the show, Stop by Nintendo, or I'm sorry, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. For more content like this, runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Uh, the music that you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome. You're awesome for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>